Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. to In My Heart, a podcast truly about all of the things in my heart and finding our freedoms. I'm your host, Heather Thompson. Be sure to stay tuned after today's interview for Holla Back. That's my Q&A where I'm answering questions from my listeners, so be sure to stay tuned. I'm so excited to announce my next guest. Dallas is in the house. I've got Deandra Simmons from the Real Housewives of Dallas in my heart. Not only has Deandra been entertaining you for the last five seasons as a Dallas housewife, but she's also the acting CEO and founder of Hard Night Good Morning, a natural skincare line. Her mom is the founder of Ultimate Living Nutritional Supplements, and Deandra joined the family business to follow in her mother's good footsteps, all while the Bravo cameras were rolling. We're going to talk today about navigating business and family and all of that on the housewives and so much more. I'm so excited to meet you and have you. You're in my heart. Welcome. Hi, I'm so glad to be here today because we do have so many things in common. I wish we had met before, but timing is all you know, works out in the perfect way. So it's meant to be today. (laughs) It really does. I'm so happy to have you. I wanted to talk a little bit about you. I mean, it was so funny because I haven't had the pleasure of meeting you in person, but I did do a little research on you. And when I Googled you, you're the only person that I ever Googled that their cousins came up. Oh yeah, I'm sure that's definitely true. Of course. Yes. It was so funny. It was like you came up and then, and her cousins are, I was like, you know, Oh my God, that's so funny. So I wanted to discuss right away your childhood growing up with a family in the social scene and then your foray into health and wellness. Sure. My uh, mother, when I was four years old, my, my mother and my biological father uh, divorced. Then at six, when I was six, she remarried uh, Glenn Simmons and his brothers, Harold Simmons, and they started uh, Val High, Contran, and about 63 companies they had together. And then my father passed in 2014, and Harold also passed that same year. They were very, very close. But um, growing up with kind of, you know, when I was a young child, I didn't realize that we were fortunate because I went to private school and everybody kind of was like me, and I didn't know that there was a difference. And then 
when I was 13 or 14, I kind of had a uh, rebellious phase, let's say that. And so I insisted I have to go to public school and I did. And I kind of saw a different world. And I'm glad that I did it, even though I, my education, unfortunately, wasn't as great as the private school. But I did see kind of, you know, social injustice, social issues, what it's like to grow up in a different part of Dallas, what it's like to have a different experience, which we're all kind of talking about now and having those conversations, which I think is very important. Having said that, fast forward, I went to college in Virginia at a women's college, very liberal women's college, and learned to speak up for myself and learn to have an opinion where a Southern woman probably wouldn't be that much, um, you know, inclined to that. And yeah, I graduated so well from there. received, right? Yeah, exactly. I graduated from there and eventually came back to Dallas at 36. I worked with my mother, Ultimate Living, but I also was very involved in philanthropy because my family, both my uncle and his kids and my dad and mother wanted me to kind of be the spokesperson for the different charitable interests because those my cousins were not interested in that. They did not care about, um, you know, getting on stage and talking about what the actual issue was that they were supporting. They like to sit on a board and write a check, whereas I was like a front person that was bubbly and engaging. And I had no problem asking people for money if I thought the cause was worthy. Um, so they put me involved with, they got me involved with UNICEF, got me on the board. I chaired the ball and we raised it from a kind of a cocktail party to a seated dinner. And now it's one of the biggest UNICEF balls in the country. Very proud of that. Um, I was the junior league ball chair. I was the cattle barons underwriting chair, which is for American Cancer Society. So, and I also was one of the first people to raise money for um, AIDS Interfaith Network. At the time I did it, it was like, oh, what are you doing? You know, this is not a society thing that's okay. And DIFA was kind of just starting and AMFAR was kind of just starting at the same time. So I stepped out of the limb and decided that this is something we really needed to do. And um, I take chances when I feel in my heart, then my gut, that it's the right thing and I can help the community and help others. I love this. How bold and brazen of you. I love that you called it your rebellious stage. You know what I mean? And, and, and really saw life through a different lens when you didn't have to. I think taking those opportunities to grow yourself and look at life through another lens or understand a different person's experience is what really makes us, you know, able to understand other people. And I think that a diverse table is always the best table to have that includes, you know, all different colors, men, women, everybody, you know, LGBTQ plus, plus, yes. plus. And um, I love that you took that opportunity and, and then turned it into something more because then you were able to go back to your family and say, no, 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 y'all are missing it. Yes. Right. And my mother, Heather had breast cancer. My grandmother had pancreatic cancer. My grandfather had prostate cancer. My mother, when she was treated, it was 1987. I was going off to college. I was a rebellious teenager. didn't really understand my mother having breast cancer. And I was angry at her because all teenagers are angry at the parents, you know, right. pretty, pretty much. <laughs> but um, she ended up, my uncle built the Simmons Cancer Center at UT Southwestern. So we have a lot of information. And I've sat on the, the board of the Friends, which is the board that actually decides what research grants will be granted for different, um, you know, programs and research that they want to do. But um, I know a lot about allopathic medicine and about um, naturopathic and integrative and complementary medicine because of the fact that my mother decided to explore more routes than just traditional medicine. So your mom started Ultimate Living as a result of her experience with breast cancer. And then also that her mother got pancreatic cancer during that time as her well? Her mother had pancreatic cancer. My grandfather had um, prostate. And then my mother's sister, her only sister, had breast cancer twice. 
Wow. What's incredible is your mother was wise enough and, you know, persevered and said, I know that I can help reverse people's DNA. I can help stack the odds in my favor through nutrition and supplements. And that's how Ultimate Living was born, right? That's exactly right. We did a lot of crazy things. You will appreciate this. I don't know if you remember macrobiotics was all the rage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We went up to Bucket, Massachusetts to meet with Dr. Misho Kushi. Mm-hmm. And we were there about 20 minutes. He came out, was evaluating our eyes and our faces and everything. And my mother had had cancer. He kept leaving. He kept leaving and coming back. And my mother, yeah. being the curious person like I am, decided to follow him. He was outside smoking Paul Mall cigarettes or pale male cigarettes on the porch and coming back. And of course, I was smelling it because my biological father smokes. I'm like, there's something going on here. I'm not, you know. And so when he found out he was smoking cigarettes, we hightailed it out of there, got back on the plane and came home. Oh, my God. Okay, so I'm shocked. So just for people who don't know, the Cush Center was, right? Isn't that what they call the Cush Center? The Misho Cushy Institute. Institute. And it was a a husband and a wife team Mm -hmm. who were like the founders of like macrobiotics, so to speak, and legendary. And oh, my God, that story is such great tea. I I mean, the diet diet is wonderful, Heather. If you have the type of – my mother's an A-blood. She's a vegetarian. I'm an O. I ate that diet. I gained literally 50 pounds. Okay. Right. And I only ate what my mother ate. She lost 50 pounds. So it's, yes. I mean, it's very, Eating for I really your blood believe, type. I really believe that your blood type, you have to be careful. I can't, I don't do well with grains. I don't do well with dairy. I'm very yep. careful about that. So, yep. um, you know, it was, it's a very healthy diet. It has seaweed yes. and vegetables and beans and all that kind of stuff and legumes. But um, if it's not working for you, you know, it's not going to work. Right. So, I want to talk a little bit more about your foray. Like, when did you know it was time for you to move into your family business? Aside from all your amazing work in philanthropic, you know, causes, and and I'm just so my heart just is big and gloating to hear all the things that you've done, especially for UNICEF, which is near and dear to my heart as well. But when did you know it was the right time to lean on into the family game? Well, it's interesting because I don't know. I'm sure you know. On the show, we've kind of covered this situation. I came home in 2004. I was working um, at the Department of Energy in Washington, D.C. And my mother said, you know, I think I want to retire. So would you please come home? And I thought, "Mm." and I had worked for her three times. We have a somewhat tumultuous relationship. I'll say that. (laughs) Very strong-willed women. And um, my mother has given me the ambition and the drive that um, has made me successful. But it's also made for uh, a difficult relationship. So came home, she was going to retire. That never happened. Literally from 2004 to 2018. <laughs> she finally, two years ago, did let go of the company, but at the time it had not been uh, nurtured and managed the way it should. And I am now left with trying to build it back up. And you right. can imagine what happened in the pandemic. Then here we go. We were doing so well going into 2020 and then the pandemic hit just like everybody else. And it's, I mean, we're still around, which I'm very thankful and grateful um, for that, but it's been an uphill struggle for the last two years. And I started hard night good morning in 2008 and that yeah. was a recession as well. So <laughs> can I get a break here, please? <laughs> but I just, I have faith that everything uh, will work out. I'm very confident in my ability to make products and my brands. And I'm very passionate about what I do. And we do have some new like spas that have signed up and we're actually selling to more doctors and naturopaths yes. and chiropractors and wellness people. Yes. But, um, 
the fact that I have a naturopath leaning that are recommending my products and they're also tested for frequencies. I don't know if you know about that, but so I I test everything for frequencies. So tell the viewers about that a little bit more. Go into frequencies because I want you to explain that to people who don't understand it. So basically when you have, and I know I saw your website, so you sell green foods like I do. Yes. So if you took that product and put it on, um, and I can't think what the name of the the machine is now. I just used there yesterday, but you put it on and it has no life force. Let's just say, let's use the word life force. If it has no life force, you can put it in your body all day long. Right. Dead food, as you know, dead food is not going to nourish your cells. Then you're not going to get the benefit. You're just wasting calories, wasting your time. Totally. I go to my naturopath and she helps me formulate. And then we take all the ingredients and put them on this little machine and make sure that the, they are, the frequency is high. So that way they are, um, you know, efficacious when you put them in the body. So that's that's right. really important to me. It's basically, I just, I like to say it's vitality and life force of the yes, ingredients. It is. And you're right. And I'm so glad that you brought that up because not all supplements are created equal, you guys. And it's very true. And what we did, my partner is um, an organic, amazing organic um, supplier. And so we work with all organic farmers and we have a patent pending process that flash freezes everything at the peak yes. of ripeness. So all the nutrients, all the phytonutrients, all the polyphenols, all the antioxidants, all the vitamin min- and minerals are a hundred percent there. So frequencies are a big part of my brand too. And I'm so glad that you brought it up. And I'm so glad we're sister girls in that. Yes. That's incredible. That's amazing. So I think it's really important. And organic, we're like you, certified organic. So that's, yeah. it, it makes a difference. You can kind of buy the cheap version of something or the expensive version of something. And it just depends on, my opinion is integrity and ethical. Um, right. the, you know, if you look at the ethics of the owners and the people that are behind the products. Oh my God, you make my heart so full <laughs> and happy. I love what you're doing and I love the integrity and I love your mom and I want to meet her. She is a handful. She's a a definite handful. Um, She's an interesting personality. Like I said, she's given me so many of my wonderful qualities. But, you know, you see, obviously, on the show, the polarizing, how we are a little bit when we kind of the push and pull between the two of us. So, well, I I think it's brave because I don't think that we necessarily have to follow these rules. And just because Mm -hmm. it's your family member, if somebody's toxic to you, you can break that. You can break away from that and you shouldn't be looked down on and be like, oh, but it's your brother. It's your sister. It's like, no, I'm not going to do that just because they're my family. And that's what society tells me. So Mm -hmm. lend me some of your wisdom. I go through my own struggles with my family. I've had a if you look at like what we were taught family supposed to be, I had the exact opposite of that. My family has failed me or disappointed me on so many levels. And mm-hmm. I work through that on my, on my, in my therapy, you know, but I, I really would love to hear it from you. I mean, you're so brave about it and open about it. And I think that a lot of people wish they could be. I'll tell you this. I have, you know, many times thought I, I should walk away and how am I going to kind of navigate this, but I do a lot of energy work as well. So if I'm having issues with someone, it could be a family member, it can be a friend, it could be a castmate. One of the first things I go to is I cut cords because energetically, I don't know if you understand that or not, but energetically people put cords into you and those cords are sucking your energy out of you. And they're also causing issues in the relationship because those people have the power over you. I mean, it's, it's very simple. For instance, you can actually go onto iTunes and there's a little cord cutting that's 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Okay. And you just visualize, you count down, you visualize the person, you visualize them in front of you, 
you visualize the cords. The next thing you do is you cut those cords. It's not supposed to be painful. It's just supposed to, you're pulling them out. Right. Then you send that person away and you don't have the attachment anymore. The attachment is our problem. And also um, expecting outcomes is a huge problem. Yes. Yeah, so you've ex- got to control your outcomes is when you start, in my opinion, to lose control of your life. So letting things happen and letting go with regards to my brother and my stepmother, just because I want to have a relationship with them doesn't mean that's necessarily going to happen. There's a lot of hurt feelings there, but you'll see what happens. I mean, that's kind of my story this year. Um, And I at least lean into it and go there. And I didn't go there because it was opportunistic. That's very important. I went there because I had been talking to my husband for a few years. And when my stepfather died, the last thing he said to me the day before he died is, you really should reach out to your stepmother and your brother, because I know you have a tender heart. And if you don't fix this in this lifetime, then you're not going to feel good within your, your soul. He was right. So I waited and waited. And then this year it landed in my lap that she sent me a box of all of my goods um, from my childhood until now, which upset me with a letter. And then she literally texted me the first day the cameras were rolling or the week the cameras were rolling. So that's the reason that story came to be and came to light on the show because it wasn't opportunistic. It was just, I looked at my husband. I said, I have to talk about this because this is This is your reality. Yeah. This is your reality. So, I mean, I'm sure that, you know, they may think I'm using the the situation for my own benefit, but it's really not true. If she had not reached out to me, I probably wouldn't have gone that route. Um, And so I just felt like it was meant to be. Oh, forget those naysayers, girl. I think it's so brave. And I think that it's more of what the housewives needs is real true reality and and bringing, you know, your truth to the table, I think is more of what I would like to see. You know what I mean? And I, I did it as well. I didn't fake anything. Everything was authentic with me. And, you know, I, I think that served me because I was true to who I was and that will always serve you when you're true to who you really are. What is your truth? What is, you know, my truth? What is your truth? And we have to discuss that and we have to let it out. Now, I want to talk about the cutting cords because one of the things that I've realized or I've learned is, is that there's kind of like these three steps is that first you have to understand something. You have to understand Mm -hmm. what's happening, right? Then you have to accept that it's happening, accept mm-hmm. the things you cannot change, right? Yes. And then you have to learn to tolerate them, mm-hmm. right? And I always get hung up between the acceptance and the tolerance because mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want to tolerate it sometimes. I'm like, I don't need to tolerate this. I accept that I can't change it. And so I want to cut the cord. I'm good at closing a door. My dad was uh, emotionally unavailable and my he hurt, yeah. oh my God. And he hurt me up until the point where he couldn't hurt me anymore, mm-hmm. but I was able to keep a relationship with him because I knew my father did the best that he could. And I accepted given his history and understanding who he was as a child, which I didn't know until much later in life. Cause he lied about it. Cause he was ashamed about it. Right. And, um, you know, so then I started to understand him more. And as an adult, I stopped expecting things from him. And once I turned down the expectation, then the disappointment also turned down and I could have a relationship with my dad. Was it warm and fuzzy and wonderful? No, but it was no longer hurtful for me, you know, and I didn't have to close the door on him, but I did close the door on the emotion. Yes. And I think that's a very good tool and turning down expectations. I've done that. I mean, I did this this year because I don't know what's going to happen with regards to me reaching out, but I'll tell you the biggest tool. You asked me about another tool with regards to if you're in a situation like this, 
I do a lot of reframing now a lot, meaning you're not really supposed to do more than once a month. Okay. So a reframe is really going into your subconscious and uh, talking to your subconscious about changing the memory around an event. And then if your subconscious, which is kind of like your inner child says, yes, Yes. we can change that memory. Then you start working towards the memory being changed. So I'll give you an example of one that I'm doing right now. Okay. Okay. I had um, a very traumatic season uh, three, which would be my second season reunion. So bad that it's the PTSD I've had for three years because of it. Okay. (laughs) I was blindsided. I was confused. I didn't understand what was happening. And I never watched the reunion. Honestly, I know that I didn't go well for me. Right. So with regards to that, I don't need to go back and watch it and have trauma again, but I'm going to go and do a reframe because I'm getting ready for a reunion next month. Mm-hmm. So in order for that not to happen again, I'm going to reframe the outcome of it or, or how it happened. So it, I don't look at it and like, you know, every time yes. So I look at it, how would I have liked for it to have gone? How would I have liked to appear? How would I have liked to answer questions? And then I change that whole memory. So I don't move forward in that particular behavior. Well, I think that the, all of these are such amazing tools and I love you. Could, you've clearly done so much work and, and it, it's serving you and you're now able to teach other people because like you said, our subconscious is our inner child and we have to have empathy for the needs that were not met for us as children. And then we have to empower ourselves as adults to write our own story and not be controlled by other people or other people's needs or our own expectations, right? And not be reactionary. I'll tell you this a few days ago, I've had some text messages from someone and normally the old Deandra would be like, back. And I just was like, I'm sorry, you feel that way. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, done. Yes. Just let it go. And I've done a lot of that this year on the show, which is the first time I've been able to do that. And it has served me. Now I have big pitfalls. One's coming up next week on the show um, because they're triggers that I have with my mother and, and other people. So I make you know big mistakes and I have big wins, but that's life. <laughs> that is certainly life. I totally agree with that. Okay. So I got to ask this question. What made you do the housewives? Why did you decide to do this? Because it's so funny as you're saying, like I have post-traumatic stress from it and I know my mm-hmm. own, you know, no, I know your I know your story. Yes, I know you have kind of the same similar um, feelings as me about it and um, your experience. Um, honestly, I did it because of my mother's company not doing well, and I felt like it would be a great way to invigorate that those brands and my brand. Um, I didn't do a lot of studying as to what a housewife was required to do or (laughs) was expected to do. And I hadn't watched a lot. So when I did sign, you know, I was going to do it. And then I started watching other franchises. I'm like, I'm not a conflict driven person, even though uh, people probably think that about me. So it, I had to kind of lean into things and um, it was very scary. It's still very scary for me, but I'm doing the best I can. And I guess, I didn't do it for fame. I didn't do it for um, money, <laughs> narcissism. I mean, I did it because I really was trying to to have a brand and a platform that would excel better than where it was and, and have more brand awareness. So, but there's, you know, there's always pitfalls. The good thing is I've learned a lot about myself. I made a yes. lot of mistakes and people have seen them. People have, you know, thrown a lot of judgment my way. They yes. don't walk in my shoes. I used to be on the floor crying for the first two years uh, in a puddle and just, you know, people hate me. My life is horrible. You know, and now I just, I just let it go. I sweep yeah. it under the rug and move on. Just like yeah. the other night, I'm not going to react to this. I, you know, that's your reality. That's not also, what is your reality? That's their reality. That's not necessarily your reality. So right. stick in your reality. Right. I mean, 
everything in life is kind of an illusion that you map in your head. So what illusion do you want to map and what reality do you want to live? Right. And who do you want to listen to? What voices do you want to allow into your reality or what you're doing? Because, you know, really the fans of the housewife, you know, like they'll love you one, one minute and hate you the next, <laughs> the next but, <laughs> but the bottom line is they still love you. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they're, they get so engaged in the show. I talked to Danny Pellegrino about this. He's like a, you know, he's made a career and is, and he's so talented and wonderful, but by being that, and it's, it really is, it's like a soap opera. It's like a modern day soap opera and you get engaged in the story and you get engaged in the characters and like, oh my God, I can't believe Julie did that to Wendy and blah, 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 blah. And, but at the end of the day, they don't look at it necessarily like we do because we're feeling it, we're living it, we're in it. And you get like Mm -hmm. upset about an edit or you're so worried about how you're going to be perceived. And, you know, we, it, it is a show based and built on entertainment. They want the drama. And by the way, that's what the fan asks for, right? I will tell you, I feel because I'm so straightforward and kind of who I am, I've been very fortunate. I've never looked at the show and said, that's not the way it was. And it shouldn't have been edited that way. And I actually set my mind on the fact that I was going to believe that and stay in that, that, you know, uh, realm. So for four years, good and bad, whatever. Yes, I said that. Yes, I did that. I probably should have not handled myself that way. But I've always learned from it and I've yeah. never blamed, you know, the editing or this or that. Yeah. I looked at yeah. myself and said, okay, this is an opportunity for growth. Yes. So that's the blessing and the silver lining, even though it's difficult. It's the most difficult thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. But if I can do this, I can do many things. Oh, a hundred percent. And I agree with you. You have to, you have to understand what you sign up for and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? The, take the good, the bad and the ugly. And, and many times you look wonderful and there's a beautiful moment and other times you look snarky and it's not so great. And you have to take that for your own responsibility. I completely agree with that and take your lessons from it or what can I do better next time? Right. Exactly. You, you know what I mean? We all are shown, we show up for who we are and that's what they film. And that's the good, the bad and the ugly. And that's you're for also, sure. I mean, you're always going to get curveballs too, whenever mm-hmm. um, this show is being filmed. And with me, instead of getting just like, you know, I just learned to lean into it and go, okay, you know, how am I going to navigate this situation? Or I didn't expect that. So how do I not be so reactionary like I was right. before? Or yes. how am I going to talk to my husband and resolve this conflict? Or, you know, it just, it, it, and I think it's now I'm in a much better place than I was two years ago. And I learned, I leaned in and I took a breath and I wasn't rushing through the experience. I'm kind of um, absorbing the experience and learning a lot of things at the same time. That classic, what doesn't kill you, right, girl? Makes you stronger. It's definitely made me strong. All right, let's talk about, though, you you know, you did have COVID, and -hmm. I want to talk about that because it's unbelievable to me that you received backlash, like that you were faking it or something. Can you talk to a little, what is that all about? Well, I thought it was interesting because when I did have COVID, yes, the timing was interesting because it was, I mean, a week before we were set to go on air. Right. (laughs) Okay. Of course. And then all the press covered the fact that I was the only housewife that had been hospitalized from COVID. Now, I don't know since that time if there's other housewives that have been hospitalized, but um, for such an extensive period of time, a week, you know, six days. So, and I really thought the mean people that were saying that I staged this whole thing, why would a hospital that's already to capacity, that's opening up wings and new um, buildings to serve people that have COVID, 
let you come in and fake a disease or, or a virus and, you know, be okay with that. I mean, I just, obviously they're not going to admit me right. because I don't have the bandwidth to admit somebody that's not very ill. So that was amazing to me that people are that, you know, uh, ridiculous, I guess I would say, but I was very ill. And I, when I, people ask me where I got it, I think I got it honestly, because I went on a Saturday, had a COVID test because I was having my surgery for my ankle replacement on Wednesday. Uh, the COVID test was negative by Wednesday. I did not feel good, but I'd already had my COVID test. And I told the doctor, you know, I'm not feeling great. I have a little sinus infection or something. He's like, Oh, I'm not worried. It's fine. And then on Saturday, I was full blown 104 temperature. I mean, felt like I was going to die. And, and the telltale sign for me was that ice pick, you know, scraping your brain headache oh. because it was a headache like I've never had before. And I have migraines. It was scraping out the inside of your brain with a pick and stabbing you. And I thought this is not, this is something is wrong here. And then I was nauseated. Then I had the other diarrhea, all the other, all the symptoms. Yes. And then I couldn't breathe. Um, so we kept doing my, the pulse oximeter, if anyone has COVID or, you know, you need to get one for your house to get your oxygen level. So if it goes yes. below 90, you need to go to the hospital. Mine was yes. in the eighties. So when that happened, my doctor did another test and sure enough, I was positive. And then she said, okay, what's your oxygen level? And my temperature was out of control. It was like 105. So she took me, I went to the hospital and they admitted me. I did not have to go on a ventilator, but I did have oxygen the whole time I was there. And I have asthma traditionally. So, mm. um, that's another reason the breathing issue was an issue for me and they wanted to watch it. I had it really bad. I'll tell you my thing was the the headaches, the body aches, the fever. And then I did the Redemsevere for five days, which was the antiviral. And then I did the, the treatment called Regeneron, which is 1500 people worldwide are going to get that. And it's another, I think, monoclonal antibody. Um, yeah. It made me deathly ill deathly ill to the point where I thought that was my last day on earth because my, it felt like my organs were boiling when I was getting the treatment. Wow. Oh my God. And my temperature spiked another two degrees, which, you know, when you're getting up past 105, that's danger. So, yeah. But I'll tell you the after effects, because you asked about that. My, yes. I never had loss of taste or smell, but my worst thing is the COVID brain. And it really is, oh, that's really a, a real thing and the fatigue. So how I'm working with that, not only with regards to nutrients, we have a product that I developed called Brain Balance that is released later this month. I specifically developed it because of what happens with COVID yep. and a liver, kidney, and bladder product, which I'm taking together. And it's also detoxifying. Energetically, when you have COVID, the vaccine or the treatments and actually the virus has an energetic effect on your body. So I have been working with energy healers who are you know, taking those energy parasites and things and things that are caused by COVID and killing those things energetically. And that seems to have helped in the last few days a lot. So most people don't have the money to do all that stuff. Can mm -hmm. you give them another app to look at? <laughs> I can tell them. So there are, I mean, there's a couple of products that I don't sell that I use. Um, there's yeah. a website, which you would probably love called Shanti Kai. Oh, yes. N-T-I-K-A-I. Those are energetic sprays that work yes. in your aura to kind of clear energy. If you're going to do like a, let's say a cord cutting on your own, you want to yes. break your, clear my space yes. or green agate or kind of different, some things around your aura or um, guardian angel. Um, those are some kind of like popular ones there. You know, if a Reiki practitioner or healer maybe cost you 130, $150. Exactly. That's right. It depends on how many times you have to go. I mean, right. Honestly. But still, I, Shantika, I'm so glad that you brought them up. I use that brand. I love that brand. And, <laughs> and they're incredible. Wonderful. And it's, and aromatherapy is real. 
You know what I mean? And it's, it's so important. So a couple things is like cord cutting, meditation, you know, th- those are really important things like setting your intention, telling your body to heal, f- listening subconsciously to what really ails you, and then focusing in on, on that with Reiki healing hands-on. So, the other so inexpensive thing too. I forgot one thing you can buy yeah. a tuning fork on Amazon. Yeah. Okay. And if you buy a tuning fork, it will if you, you know, hit on your tuning fork, it will also reset your energy and it's, it's not expensive and you can buy a book to go along with it. To exactly. Tell you how to do it. Perfect. So that's so, another great way to perfect. handle uh, I'm energy. so glad you said that because you can Google these things and, you know, yeah, it'd be great. I, you know, go to a lot of energy work and, you know, I have a guru I work with and all that stuff and I believe in it all, but I like to find the shortcuts. You know what I mean? For other people out there that, you know, are looking for those. And I love all of your advice. It's just wonderful advice. The other thing I want to talk about is so shamans. So I love where I have a strings around my neck and we're going to talk about your climb to Kilimanjaro soon, because I don't know if you know, but I do high altitude climbing and I've summited Kilimanjaro. Oh my goodness. I love it. My husband's going and I'm not going to be able to go Heather because I had the ankle replacement. So oh, I can't gonna... go on this trip, unfortunately. Okay. Well then you're going to come with me on one of my trips. Oh, I would love to. So when you work with your shaman, have have you done any experiments with psychedelics or yes, mushrooms? Yes. Mm-hmm. Can so, you talk about that? So um, he, I sought out this person for ayahuasca specifically, and so yep. I've done ayahuasca twice. I'm going to Peru in June to do um, an ayahuasca trip. I actually just sought it out for physical healing, but then I, a lot of mother issues and family issues came up the first two times I was I was doing it. So yeah. Um, I do think it's very, very healing. You have to kind of be called to ayahuasca. You don't just go do it. And it's not right. something if you're seeking a high that you should go do. It's not about, Mm-mm. I hate psychedelics. Just so you know, I hate them. I'd never <laughs> liked them in school. I don't like them. I was terrified, but somehow I kept getting this. I need to do this. I need to do this. And I did it. Well, so what she's talking about for those people who are listening is like not going to a rock concert and like, you know, dosing on blotter acid. Okay. What we're talking about is either mushrooms or ayahuasca, you know, that that's natural and you're guided, you're on a guided tour with a shaman to help you open up your minds. There's some really great literature on it. And if people are um, curious about it and not doing it to get high, but doing it to help find themselves and help heal themselves and open up pieces of their mind it really is real. You know, some of these natural, you know, uh, plants and, and psychedelics that grow or fungi um, are there really to help us. And I think that the universe is a pretty incredible place. So for people who are interested in it and want to, you know, kind of break a barrier or open a door, uh, you should do some reading on it. I love that, that you're doing yes, that. Yes. And I mean, there's my shaman, Darren Davis. He takes people to Peru a couple of times a year. Now it's been closed. So that's why we haven't been able to go, but yeah. we're going back in, um, we're going in June. And yes. then um, there's also other psychedelics like Bufo and Combo. And um, there's, if you've had a really serious addiction problem, there's Ibogaine. So there's just a lot of different, you know, modalities that you can use and things you can use, but it has to be for the right reason, the right intention. Exactly. And you also go with somebody that's safe. Yes. Because if you're, you can get roped into these people that call themselves shamans and do these ayahuasca trips. And I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that unless I really knew the person behind it or the people behind the, the trip. A hundred percent. Organization. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's different kinds of ayahuascas and different kinds of trips that you can take uh, for different things. 
Absolutely. So please, like, you know, read, 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 know what you're doing, know who you're going with. The diet is very important, Heather. You know that the diet and the no drugs, like you have to get off everything, antidepressants. I don't care if it's ADD medication. You got to get off everything for about two, three months before. Right. Okay. So first of all, you're an encyclopedia. You really are. You're incredible. You have so much knowledge. I could talk to you for three hours. I'm like literally looking at the thing and we're speeding through so much of it because you're so knowledgeable. You have so much wisdom. I want to talk a little bit about your skincare because it's so important. So, so just to kind of reframe, Mm -hmm. um, we are talking about, you know, nurturing our bodies and reversing our DNA and stacking the odds in our favor from the inside out. That's what her mom D started with. And that's what she's now taken over Deandra and doing, but she also recognized that we needed to take care of our largest organ, which is our skin and natural skincare is really important. You guys, we have been clogged and clouded with chemicals and perfumes and propaganda when it comes to skincare. And so I loved reading about your brand and I want you to talk about it. So I developed two brands. My mother, I used to develop for her because as you said, the skin's the largest body organ. And I said to my mother 25 years ago, well, you need to be concerned about what you're putting on the outside as well as on the inside. So we started developing natural aloe vera based skincare products. I still develop aloe vera based products. And then I build the plants and the botanicals on top of that. Um, I use phenoxyethanol as my preservative because you have to have some sort of preservative system, but safer is phenoxyethanol. And um, I have traveled the world with my husband, who's a photojournalist. And every time I go with him, I make a point of wherever he is talking to the women in that um, village or that uh, tribe or that country. Hey, what are your skincare secrets? And then I learn about it. So for instance, if we're in Africa, you know, I learned about hematite and argan oil years ago and Kigelia tree, which is sausage tree, and then came back to my lab and I said, okay, you know, how can we incorporate these into our products? And that's really how I build my line. I'm working on a new, two new oils, a nighttime and a daytime uh, with red raspberry seed oil for the day, because that has SPF 15. So it's Mm -hmm. a natural way to use SPF instead of using uh, a chemical on your face. Right. So working on that. And then I'm always looking and researching and trying to find out what the next thing is in the natural realm of skincare. And you have, you know, you work with emergency, which, so they have, I don't make C products. They have a great, you know, C serums and they have different things like that. So what I love about Hard Naked Morning is it pairs very well with other product lines that are more focused, for instance, like a a CE Ferulic or a C serum. So if you have a retinol, you can still use my product line because mine is an overall aloe vera based skincare line that's safe for everyone to use. Now I have this anti-inflammatory cream that's great for rosacea and redness and, and things in skincare and um, people that have sensitive skin, but uh, most of the products, cause they're aloe vera based, just that's my delivery system yeah. and they work really well for people. Yeah. That's beautiful. So like marula seed oil that she mentioned that comes from Af- Africa, like it's really great for environmental stressors. You know, it helps really, you know, protect the skin from that free radical damage that breaks us down. And argan oil that you said that you just found, I mean, it visibly firms the skin, it nourishes the skin, it strengthens the skin. So she just ripped off like some oils that, I mean, at a million miles an hour, it's so much like grapeseed oil. If you've got dark spots as you get older. We have that, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. hemp seed oil. This is an amazing oil for pore size, elasticity. So when we could, we could rip off together, probably so many oils between your line and emergency and Rossuticals and 
all that I've learned. And every single thing that we just talked about is totally natural. So you guys, listeners, remember that science is steeped in nature. You know, plant Mm -hmm. stem cells, all that stuff, stem cell therapy and and research came from a plant. That's where it started. So I want you to really look at what you're putting on your body. Look at what you're putting in your body. You know, when you're looking at naturally derived, you know, cosmeceutical ingredients, they have major power. Just mm-hmm. like the, just like the psychedelics, you know, mother nature gave us like there is powerful. Don't you have a CBD serum in your line? Yes. Raw yes. I'm pretty sure I, I meant to call it raw suitables. I'm sorry. I said emergency, no, it's, but it's, it's an emergency raw suitables. It's, yeah. it's like you, yeah. it's got a couple, you know, the, yeah. the overarching umbrella brand is emergency, but raw suitables is the cold press okay. collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know I looked at, I think you had a CBD oil serum or yep. something. Yep. So um, I know that's great. Also for nighttime, that'd be great to put on your skin to relax to you. Yes. And, you know, you repair between 11 and 1, 11 p.m. and 1 a.m. So I always try to get to bed by 930. So then my, <laughs> I, I, can be asleep, I can be asleep and then start repairing, whether it be internally, externally, whatever the rejuvenation repair is so important. I love CBD. I use a nighttime CBD. I, it's such a great balancer for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's my bio. I'm O positive too, by the way. That's my. Okay. Blood type. See? <laughs> yeah, you understand. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com. It's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full nineties throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. The change of season is always a good time to start a new routine or turn over a new leaf. And I want you to care about the skin you're in and for Big Blue too. The essence of good skin, you know, it's steeped in nature. Combine that with top chemists and state-of-the-art labs and look no further than Emergency. They are revolutionary in advanced skincare that incorporates clinically proven cosmeceutical and medical-grade ingredients, active botanicals, and marine extracts straight from Mother Nature. It's the way I keep the best of me emerging, and you can too. There's no picking and choosing what's right for you. All of Emergency's formulas use targeted ingredients that clean, tighten, purify, detox, soothe, hydrate, and smooth all skin types, including visibly problematic skin. Emergency has regulated my skin, improved its hydration and elasticity, and helped me fight the signs of aging and sun damage while improving my overall skin tone and texture. And it keeps me protected from future environmental aggressors too. And you can feel even better with their one-of-a-kind initiatives like the Buy One, Plant One tree planting program, their innovative Emerging Bees Bee Habitat initiative, and Emerging Seeds. That's their organic vegetable program. Emergency is continually setting an industry-leading precedent for environmental initiatives and new technologies to ensure that no matter your environment, the best of you keeps emerging too. Go to emergency.com, that's E-M-E-R-G-I-N-C.com, and get on your way to nourished and rejuvenated skin today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Man, we could keep going on and on. We've talked about so many things, but are there any things that you can share with me and our listeners about what makes you tick right now? Working on my energy fields and actually clearing that. And I do work with Jamie who owns Shanti Kai. She's helped me a lot. I love that brand. I'm so, I want to, yeah. I think my problem, any problems I have physically have a lot to do with energy and I'm realizing that, but it took me 52 years to figure this out. Right. So I am trying to heal myself. I'm trying to heal my relationships. Uh, meditation is a powerful tool. And I, you'll see that on Real Housewives this year that I'm meditating with Darren. He got me into meditation and uh, continue that practice and really just making time for you and self-care. That is the most important thing. Also educating yourself. You're a very educated woman. You are also researching new modalities, new pathways to healing. And I think that's very important to stay on that path and be curious. Being yes. curious is one of the most uh, amazing uh, qualities anyone can have in life. Because if you're curious, you're never going to get bored or miss out. Right. Or, you know, things will happen because you're curious. And yes. You know, I have to define myself at the end of the year um, with Darren, and I'm not going to tell you everything, but curiosity is one of the things that is really dri- drives me. So, and I my mother's it. here. My mother came over, so she's going to say oh, hi. Come say hi, hi to Heather, mom. mom. Hi, Heather. I was just saying I wanted to meet you, and look at that. I manifested you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, I'm very... Um, I'm 80. I just turned 80. You would and never I'm very go. proud of my daughter and all that she's accomplished. And I think about, I wish I had been there when I was 52. But, well, Monday you're 52. Yeah, Monday. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's such a delight to meet you. And I can see the journey that she's on is really fulfilling her life's needs. And that's very important. Here's what I say about Deandra. I did my best and my best was good enough. Ah, that's beautiful. You guys are so inspirational and so brave and wonderful. I love all that you bring to the table. I love your honesty. I love your truth. I certainly love your wisdom. I mean, she's one smart cookie, your daughter, let me tell you. So I'm sure the apple doesn't fall too far from that tree. (laughs) We're doing a little Women's History Month thing this afternoon. We're going to talk about the history of her company and where we are today from 25 years ago. That's why I I said, Mom, can you come over? I'm already putting my makeup on today for Heather. So... Well, I love that I got you too. What a bonus. I just love it. And I just know that we're going to do some great things together. You're just so incredible. I loved every second of this and I loved meeting you. And what a pleasure to meet you, Dee. I really, I'm I'm such a huge fan after learning about you. You know, I've had my own, you know, naturopathic journey and with nutrition, I had a little boy who was very sick when he was born and I knew that I could use food as medicine for him and to fuel my body and to keep stacking the odds um, in my in, in our favor, my my family against DNA and yes. towards good health and longevity. And you certainly are a pure example of that. So you keep doing what you're doing, girl. Thank you. Heather, when I come to New York, I want to meet you, okay? Oh my God, you better together. believe it. 
that's happening. It is happening, happening, happening. We have climbs to do. We have documentaries to film. We have skincare to tell the world about and nutrition to educate the world about. I love it. Okay. While you're both standing there, this is one question I ask everybody. And I'm so excited that you're both there. So finding our freedoms, they come in different forms and they can mean something different each day. How do you guys find your freedom and what does that mean to you? I'm finding my freedoms because I'm freeing myself from attachments. And we kind of mm-hmm. talked about that. I think it's very important to not expect, have expectations and outcomes. That's very difficult for me. And I'm learning every day and navigating that space. So that's my freedom. And then also making choices that are healthy for me, whether it be self-care, taking a trip with you to Kilimanjaro. (laughs) I have put off vacation for four years since I started this journey with Housewives and I need to go on a vacation. I've got to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. So my mother even said, let's do a mother-daughter trip. So Mm -hmm. that's how we reset and re-energize. And that's my freedom and enjoying my husband. He loves to travel and taking the time for him. So I think that's this year I'm finding my freedom in journeying to faraway lands again, now that we can do that, and also journeying inside to heal myself from expectations and attachments. What about you? You know, with me, Heather, it's, you know, when you've lived 80 years and you can really stop and smell the roses, as you say, because I lived in a stressful world because I put so much, I'm a perfectionist, (laughs) Dandre will tell you, over the top, so much that I wouldn't go to bed at night if my husband had just left one newspaper out, he had to go in the trash. I mean, that's stupid. But I have gotten to the place now, I can honestly say, and I told DeAndre yesterday, I really don't care what people say about me because I know I'm good at what I do. And I know that I've tried to make a difference in people's lives. I will continue to do that. I mean, I've been on the phone all morning getting sick people in for appointments and you know, helping them. My mom's a patient advocate at the Simmons Cancer Center. Yes. So. Incredible. Yeah. And Incredible. so I handle, I handle between four and 500 patients. A year. A, yeah. A year. It's, it's, it's a lot of work, but you know, I really enjoy it. And yeah. be thinking about me, Heather. I'm having a knee replacement next week. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to definitely send you all kinds of good karma. Yes. And you know, you got to show up for that physical therapy and do that work and you're going to heal. You really are. Oh my God. Yes, that's incredible. I will be. I mean, I've interviewed physical therapists and I've already yeah. picked up and I said, now I'm not like an 80 year old. I'm not, she said, Oh no, you're like a 30 year old. No, seriously. I would, if you gave me, a, if you said, guess my age, here's a million dollars. I would lose well, every last penny of it. You look I, incredible. I feel, you know, it's how you feel. I feel young. Yes. Well, that shows through that shines through. It's really how you feel is how you look. And And I'm happy. I have great daughter, have a wonderful son-in-law and great friends. That is so wonderful. Well, you guys, my cup runneth over with you two women. I really have two new friends and I love you guys. I love that we have such similarities and that we're, you know, charging for the right causes and fighting the good fight. And I want to commend you too on what you're doing. I really am so proud of everything you're doing. You know, I'm so honored that I get to know you and and you're a part of my life now because you are going to be a part of my life. I know that for sure. You better say one more thing that's really important. People assume, because they look at us, that we've always had an easy time. Right. Deanna and I have not. 
we could write a book about the Rocky Road. Right. And a lot of times, you know, that is shown on the television and people ask me if it's real and so forth. But I think through the Rocky Road, we've learned to get to the smooth road. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now what happens, I, yesterday I had 250-something people said, oh, would you be my mama, D? You know, and it's because Deanna and I've had to work on our relationship. Nothing is gratuitous. No, no. I'll leave you with that. Nothing is gratuitous. You have to do the work. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. So important. I love this. We got to manage our expectations. We have to accept the things we cannot change. We have to flip our perspectives. We have to learn to look at life through other people's lenses. I mean, I could go on and on summarizing this beautiful time that we've had together. And you know what? We're going to have you back. We're going to keep doing it. I I can't wait to meet you guys. You're going to be one of the first trips I make. I need to get down to Texas. It's been a minute. We'll show you a good time. Here's for Texas. Thank you, darling. We'll see you soon. Deandra, it has been such a pleasure. I can't tell you my cup runneth over. I just want to ask you one more question. Where can our guests find you if they don't already follow you? Yes, at Deandra Simmons on Twitter and Instagram, D-A-N-D-R-A-S-I-M-M-O-N-S. And on Facebook, it's D apostrophe, capital A-N-D-R-A-S-I-M-M-O-N-S. And my mom is Mama D Simmons, M-O-M-M-A-D-E-E-S-I-M-M-O-N-S, or just D Simmons on Facebook. Oh my God, we got both the Simmons ladies. I <laughs> love it right. so much. You're both in my heart. Mwah. Big kisses. Also, we'll see you soon. Also, hard good morning, Heather. Hard night good morning and ultimate living. Those are my two businesses. Yes. And um, they do, you know, they're very, uh, they pair well with what you're doing in addition to just yes. being great. Ultimate living. Too. I love the name of both of them. Ultimate living. Hard night, good morning is just genius. I love it. So you guys check them out. Just get your natural skincare. If you don't get it from us, just get it and get your supplements in and stay organic and help Big Blue and help you too. Thank you. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Welcome to Hollaback. This is the part of my podcast where I answer all of your questions. My next question is from... At D underscore MCB underscore 23. And he asks, Hey, Heather, my question for you is my sister's getting married in April. However, our countries are still in lockdown and only five can attend her big day. How can I celebrate her wedding if I'm still not allowed to be there because of government guidelines where I live? Oh, that's such a tough one. I am. My heart really goes out to everybody who has had to cancel things or postpone things. You know, just been so much loss, I know, and disappointment in COVID-19. But there is a brighter side. You know, we are seeing a light at the end of the tunnel. And if you think about it, Daniel, especially comparing to this past year, next April is only a year away. How about focusing instead of what maybe you are missing on what you can plan for her one year anniversary of her nuptials, a big party with a lot of the formalities removed because the wedding's already over. So you can really just focus on planning a really great shindig for her and you can surprise her with it. The other thing is they're not married yet. Throw together a Zoom call, throw a cocktail party for her, put some music on. Everybody can say something, you know, show your support, even though you can't be there in person. And last but not least, a bottle of champagne on on her wedding night goes a long way. Maybe um, engraved glasses, something to mark the occasion to show that you're really there in spirit and you're thinking of them. You got this, Daniel. I know you do. And congratulations to your sister. Thanks for your question. 
In My Heart is a production of Embassy Row. Our executive producer is Sarni Rogers. This episode was produced by Alexa Machia and Anna Marie Johnson, Karen Silverstein, and Heather Thompson. The show is edited by Maureen Bigas. You can follow me on Instagram at I am Heather T. See you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.